Hey, welcome back to another wonderful season of, well, I guess we don't know that it's wonderful um, since uh, it's just started. We don't know anything about it. But welcome back to another season, wonderful or otherwise, of Golden Guardians Melee content. We're kicking it off the only way we know how with Radio Melee. What's up, everybody? Hey, Yo, shout out to Chesbra, by the way, who just subbed. This is my first stream in like, <laughs> as a matter of fact. Totally. Appreciate that, Chesbra. Your hair's got uh, some but lovely hey. flow to it. I, le hey. I like it. Thank you. I appreciate that. It's funny you mentioned that because I'm going to get a haircut immediately after this. Uh, uh, but I like, <laughs> I like, that's called taking, uh, taking, I don't know what to call it, but I like that you put that spin on it. Taking two nice. with yeah. Liam Neeson. Yeah, I get you. Yeah, I love Liam Neeson. <laughs> hey, nice, um, nice kind of, uh, like, like, uh, um, yeah, hybrid. What, I don't know what to call it. Yeah. What is that? What are you wearing? It's a, uh, it's, it's, it's a bit of streetwear, if you will. Bit of it looks wear. like tech wear. It looks like you're yeah. the protagonist, and yeah, like, or like, it, it looks like you're a supporting character in the new age. The joggers, you, you know, like Jin Kazama and Tekken. This like, guy's wearing pants. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, I know. You guys didn't think that I'd be wearing pants, but no, this guy dressed view. up for the interview. That's huge. Oh yeah, PP, you. you remember, you know, uh, during that era where I feel like these days, PP, you know, commentators were whatever. Um, yeah. But there was definitely a period, right, where where a lot of the commentators would go to these majors and they would wear suits during top eight, myself included. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. I've definitely seen people show up to the commentary desk for top eight with a uh, button down shirt, suit jacket, tie, and like basically fucking boxer shorts. <laughs> like I I'm not even sure they were actually pants; they looked like underwear. Dude, um, they were definitely seen that. You want to call some names? Okay, no. I'm kind of curious. Okay, yeah, that's that's fair. That's, fair. that's, that's how a, we start that's season a commentator. Three. That's a commentator. Uh, what do they, what do you call it? That's a um, th no, no. That's a that's a pack. A pack. Yeah, I'm not, I, you know what I'm saying. Like if I go and I leak the secrets of the other commentators like that, they're gonna come after my. See, throat. if it if it were like a player thing, like competitor, I'm trying to leak that shit because I'm trying to get in their heads. You know, mm. I'm trying to yeah. It's it's, it's because. You, Go ahead. <laughs> I was going to say, I think for commentators, I think it's bad if you get it. Right, because you need the synergy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to create the opposite of synergy. That's beautiful. Um, in case anyone doesn't know, we have Zane with us today. Um, fantastic Marth player, massive in innovator of the game. Um, been doing Golden Guardian stuff longer than Tofa myself here, and we're honestly thrilled to have him on uh, today on the program. So if you guys got any questions for Zane, uh, or Toe for myself, we're all three of us. Um, you can do exclamation radio melee, my chat, Toe's chat. Um, look at the command there, follow into the Discord, submit topics here. You'll figure it out. Not too hard. But um, yeah. yeah, I mean, speaking of getting into people's heads, that actually is great because that's kind of, you know, I think your your recent your recent uh, head getting attempts is something that I wanted to actually talk about. Oh, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, pee, 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 pee. I know, I know. I Don't know. say head getting attempts. I know, I know. <laughs> Yeah, now, if you didn't talk didn't about it, it. They, the comments would have been all... Yeah, Look, that's, man. That's so, recently, recently, you know, there was there was a bit of a Twitter beef between yourself and IBDW, and it looks like, mm. okay, never mind. And I was kind of curious um, where that came from, you know, in part. I mean, there's a lot of aspects to this, right? Because normally there's not a lot of trash talk among high-level players. You're not normally doing it. Um, so I'm kind of curious what this means for you, what this means for the two of you, uh, the Zane mango tier. I'm curious. I have so many questions, so I'm kind of curious, but starting off, I'd like to say, you know, where did, where did that come from? And, uh, how angry are you? So I got to keep it real. Mm. I got, cause Cody messages me very politely 
just uh yo do you want to do a first of five exhibition just on facebook messenger and i'm like yeah man i'd love to and then uh like 10 minutes later ryobi messages me being like yo can we get some shit talk and it, <laughs> i mean so like i was like i don't want to make it too artificial i was like let me say something that i believe in and then i said that i think that i can 5-0 him uh maybe not if i play a three out of ten that was more of like a exaggeration uh but you know a lot a lot of truth is said in jest uh-huh. uh I, th- I think it's i think it's pretty uh pretty healthy competition especially given that you know like genesis is getting moved and mm-hmm. we don't really have much going on like in terms of the competitive space right now so um i'm really excited to do it even if it is online um yeah. cody and i usually have a pretty good connection uh but yeah obviously i think he's an amazing player i mean he just won summit uh but yeah, I think where uh, you played, you played two out of ten. I believe your words were two out of ten. At okay, Summit, yeah. yeah. So if and I played at three out of ten, that's that's where we get into five zero territory. That's one hundred fifty percent. Right. <laughs> that's one point uh-huh. five times as strong as you were at Summit. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Right. That's huge, so man. that's a big power up. Right. You play any RPG, one hundred fifty percent. Don't bring the math out on me. <laughs> Zane, I have a question. It seems like in these long sets, you do really good, Mm. right? You do really good. It feels like, you know, like, okay, octagons, usually you're kind of, you know, you play really, really well, it feels like. Uh, Are you like the Batman? Oh, like prep time? Um, Yeah, prep time. Is that that what's, you know what I'm saying? I do think I'm... Do you ever watch Batman and you say to yourself, this is me? When you I've watch never Christian done Bale. that. No, not the that. dude. Yeah, but like you I could I, start. Do, I could, I could, and I do think that I'm good at like the player specific. Like, if I know that I'm going to play a person for a while, I think I'm pretty mm. good at like uh, just preparing for that, like doing analysis beforehand. Um, and uh, yeah, I like the longer sets too because it gives me more reassurance in the data that I'm acquiring, like throughout the set, uh, get a better feel for my opponent's rhythm. Um, I mean, I think I've only done it with Mango twice. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'm excited. Cody is also undefeated in first of fives, I believe, against Wes and. Oh, yeah. First of six against Hungrybox. First to six. That was first of six? Yeah. First, oh, that's a weird number, but yeah, first to six. Yeah. You know, Zane, uh, before we get ahead of ourselves here, you know, there's actually another, uh, there's another uh, first to five based mm. program that is run in the community that happens on Fridays. Uh, that you know, I think we'd love to get you on at some point. If <laughs> I'd be when, super down. when we can find you, when we can find you a suitable opponent, yes, you know, that's yeah, kind of the yeah, yeah. I don't want to. Don't want to waste your time. Don't want to waste your time. Of course, we're talking about. You can King never waste my time, Tove. What a beautiful podcast we have here today. Oh man. Uh, okay, yeah. Again, just uh, for people who don't know, just gonna reiterate it. It is gonna. We already got some good questions in here, but uh, the Golden Guardians Discord server, you can just hop on. Hop on in with exclamation mark radio melee. Uh, just I'm just gonna make sure that the link works because sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes mm-hmm. it like wears out or something, and I just want to make sure it works. Uh, but you just hop on in. I think it is. Yeah, and and cool. and join that submit topics here channel. Ask us whatever you want, and we're gonna talk to you today in a few, a few moments. But before we do that, uh, PP, unless you had any other questions for Zane, I guess what we could do real quick is we could. Harken ah. back to the end of last season when we mm. had Junebug on. Um, and Junebug a- a- left us with a very nice rate, uh, Radio Melee community voice question that uh, the people out there got to answer in the YouTube comments. 
Should we take a look at that? What do we got here? CV, got, Jake Larson. Uh, before, before we get into the answers, this yeah. is uh, going to be the question, I believe, was what characters from PM or P plus would you like to see <clears throat> in Melee and why? I would want Magneto. Magneto? Yeah. Is he in P plus? No. You mean, you mean like Mewtwo? Uh, uh, he's like Mewtwo, yeah, in that he's, in that he's, um, villainous and has powers. All right, well, if you get Magneto, I get Wolverine. Dude, and I love I play Wolverine. You, and I'll still somehow Ooh. win. Yeah. I love Wolverine. That's yeah, a, that is a, that is a bad matchup. That's a bad, that is truly the one time that you can say, this is a bad matchup. <laughs> that's a bad, that's a bad that's matchup. A bad matchup. Like, otherwise, bad you can't matchup. complain. I mean, he's, he's literally metal. He's literally metal. Yeah, that's a bad match. That's a Tenno yeah, match. You know, the funny thing is, in, in the actual Marvel versus Capcom games, I don't even... I wonder if it's even a bad matchup in those games. Maybe it's not. Yeah, Wolverine just shits on him. Yeah, they, they really put no thought into that. <laughs> they put no thought into it. Unbelievable. Well, let's see what Jake Larson's saying here. Not yeah. super knowledgeable about PM, but I think Zero Sweet Samus would be very interesting to port to Melee. I think her impact <laughs> might feel like adding a variation on Martha Mix. So it doesn't dominate the quick zoner segment of the cast. I also think her matchup spread against the other top tiers would be interesting. Not too upsetting. Yeah, it's a cool, uh, it's a cool answer. I remember Leffen played Zero Suit Samus, and I, I thought his, his uh, Zero Suit was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Zero Suit being a character that is kind of throwing out a few projectiles, has a longer range attack with some cooldown, tether grab, um, able to kind of jump around, and has a decent drift. I don't really know what she would look like in melee. I just know that her up air is nuts, and that's pretty good honestly that could that at least probably puts her mid tier having a nutty up air yeah i feel like marth versus zero suit would be like marth versus sheik in the future you know what i mean <laughs> in the that's future kind of, that's kind in of interesting future. yeah it seems yeah. like a marth sheiky matchup maybe i know nothing it about it but yeah that's yeah, how i, I feel too you can see it a little bit that's how yeah. i feel too the small hurt box i think it also you know reminiscent of marth sheik yeah yeah Andrew Kenny here asking, I'd love to see Snake. I do think Snake is uh, really tight. Um, mm. He's really unique in PM. He's got the, I remember he's got yeah. the tranquilizer dart. And um, I remember, because they, they don't, the tranquilizer was unique to P PM. Like they didn't have that in any of the right. you know, Brawl or any of those. And I remember it's funny because there's that, there's that European, was it just fuzzy? It was one of those British commentators. It might've literally been fuzziness. But I just remember watching the, the the footage of Professor Pro's Snake, and then the commentator was like, "Oh, the tranquilizer! He is the tranquilizer! The <laughs> tranquilizer!" Always... <laughs> really, it's really always like fuzzy. That. I I hate Snake, by the way. Uh, in general, or in well, so I was as a guy. Well, no, he seems all right as a guy. I don't uh -huh. think I have anything against him in that regard. But I, I was at this tournament near Virginia Tech. Uh, I don't know if you guys know this guy named East Coast Eddie. He's like yeah, a yeah, I've heard of him. Yeah, yeah, he's a he's a Project M player predominantly, I think, and he uh, he played Snake and super nice guy. You know, we're we're, we're chit chatting before our set, and he's like, "Oh, do you actually mind if uh, we play on my setup?" And oh, I'm like, no. "Yeah, yeah, I don't I don't have a problem with that." And then we walk over to setup, and it's the tiniest CRT I've ever seen. And I was like, "This uh, this is your setup?" And he's like, "Yeah, I just like the way it feels." And we play on it, and I <laughs> I'm just exploding every like three seconds, and like. Trying to put on an Oculus Rift to like looking, <laughs> looking at where the mines are. I'm just blowing up left and right. I'm like, I'm, I, I hate Snake from here on out. I, right. I, I, I just, I, okay, yeah. I, I really resound with that. So I actually yeah. had to play a Snake because I played, I competed in Ultimate Locals for you know the better part of a year, 
And um, there's there's a counterpick stage that I'm sure you guys have seen Ultimate players complain about called Lilat Cruise. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of a janky stage. It's got a lot of slopes, so it's kind of janky for that reason. Letters are weird. But Snake players will take you there, and Snake players would take me there in tournament. And they don't take you there for the slopes or anything. They take you there because it's the space. And space is black. Oh, yeah, it's so hard to see. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> they put the bombs everywhere, and you can't see them. That started in Brawl. It's, it start, I think it literally started in Brawl. And it's, mm-hmm. it's just so... It's, I, you know, I'm, like, playing it, and I'm like, this is, like, such bad design. Right? Like, I don't know. It's like, it's like anti-accessibility. <laughs> yeah, it's a bad matchup. It's a bad matchup. It's Magneto Wolverine. <laughs> Um, so I, I totally feel that. I will yeah, say, I totally not a pretty cool character, actually, <laughs> on the real. <laughs> if I'm keeping it a buck. <laughs> Had a terrible time, cool character. Though. Yeah. Yeah, all right. Not expect, not what I expected you to say, even remotely, but I love that. <laughs> um, let me take uh, Cameron McKendrick here on our third answer. I usually don't participate in the community voice, but was shocked no one else brought up Diddy Kong. I know June did, oh. but I fully agree. I think his style is unique with the banana traps and monkey flips, but somehow he still feels like he fits in with Melee with the rest of his kit and movement. So I mm. actually played some Diddy in the Akinea, but it's yeah. a nerfed form of him, I think. But mm-hmm. uh, I did play him a little bit, and yeah, he does. It, it does kind of feel a little bit like Melee, although it's although you're using a projectile in a very strange way. There are there are kind of setups and everything that are a little bit like melee, which is kind of neat where you can have a banana thrown out and it'll cover some space kind of like a turnip could, or it could uh, go off at a different angle, like its own thing. So it was kind of neat to see all that. And then you have your burst with your forward air and uh, mixing up whether you're going to zone or go in was kind of neat. So it it is, it is unusual, but it does kind of feel like melee, at least sort of the way he was in there. It didn't feel oppressive or overwhelming. And that was kind of neat. Did they add? I always thought, Oh, that, that was going to be my question. Yeah. Because so, with bananas and brawling in games oh, so the onward, they hit you. Yeah. Dude, that, How was, does that, the, work? that was okay. So if it, if he throws it at you and hits you, it's damage. But if you run over it, you do trip. And they, so that, that means they coded tripping into melee, oh, which is super oh. funny. That was my favorite wow. part. Wow. It, it How looks, did they do that? That's like a whole new I don't state. Know. I don't, yeah, they, they added, they added states of being, I wasn't ready for it. I was in the and state you can't of off guard. Tech it, right? Because like, I think if you hit a banana, you try, can't just tech it. So. That's insane. That that, so I, I I haven't played on that Akinea version. Um, maybe maybe I should. Uh, maybe if we remember, uh, maybe we'll put a link in the description to the uh, the Akinea build where you can try Diddy out in melee today. Mm. Um, but uh, shout outs to those guys, Uncle Punch and everybody. But um, yeah, I, I was I always thought Diddy was dope. Like even from Brawl, like I I never played Brawl. Um, I was one of the Brawl haters back in the day. But uh, I always thought Diddy was one of the characters that was very like you know. I was like, oh, if I played Brawl, like I might consider playing this character. Seems kind of technical. Back then, Diddy had two bananas yeah, and uh, all kinds of setups. There was glide tossing and there's all this advanced tech. And I always yeah, kind of respect glide toss how... is not good in melee. I'll tell you that. It's not good in melee. His glide toss isn't good, just like most of them aren't. I always thought it was cool how um, I still kind of think this with Peach players, but also like with Diddy players and Brawl and, and PM and, and and Ultimate and so on. I I always thought that uh, it was cool how they. You know, you got really good with item usage, like mm-hmm. way better than non uh, Diddy players, right? Because you have that unique mechanic, and you're obviously you're not playing with items in tournament play. I thought that was cool. Yeah, competitive items. Who to thunk? Yeah, Sakurai wins in the end. 
Sacramento. <laughs> As he does. Yeah. So, I'd want a I'd want Charizard. Charizard's oh. in the Akinea build. He too. is. He's terrible though. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, no, I wouldn't want to play as him, but I'm really good at the Charizard matchup. Dude, hitting Charizard's really <laughs> fun. Too. He's a massive yeah. character. He's massive. Dude. He's huge. I actually entered PM at Big House 4, uh-huh. and I got like 49th or 65th in big at, uh, in the PM bracket. Nice. And I beat a top Midwest Charizard player in bracket. That's and poor guy. It was really funny because all of his like <laughs> friends were huddled around, and they were all cheering. Because it was in the Midwest, right? And they were all like, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, blah, blah, blah. And um, you go Fox. No, I went Mennonite. That's the best oh, part. Okay, that's the best part. If you go Fox, they get. I think they get, a lot of them get really mad about that. But that'd be pretty funny. I know that was all. I remember that. Also. Yeah, I remember those days. There was a mm. whole arc of PM <laughs> PM Spacey rivalry. Hey, but good stuff on the Mennonite win, though. Love that. Good for you. stuff, man. I'm and sorry, that I never put, congratulated you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Too. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Which I will, uh, which segues to my answer. I I think Meta Knight is actually a really really cool character. I, I my my standard uh, answer to this question has always been Meta Knight and Wolf. I've always thought and Wolf obviously Akane build, and I think um, like PM Meta Knight is like it's a pretty interesting character in the meta too because I think Meta Knight kind of fulfills like a chic kind of role. It's like an alternative kind of chic thing where I I feel like Meta Knight kind of loses to Fox and the Spacies. But does really well, or not really well, but like slight edge maybe against like Falcon, Marth, and those kind of characters. Um, and I think it's cool to have characters like that. Yeah, changing up the matchup spread, making things a little different, changing the way counter picks mm-hmm. could work. That's always kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have an answer, PP? Um, I like what one of the people in there said, and they reminded me that Junebug said not Donkey Kong. That's going to be my answer. <laughs> do, not not put, do not put that in the game. <laughs> delete Donkey Kong. That looks yeah. bad. Yeah, 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 I'm good. Yeah. I'm good on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, let's get our first caller in here, um, as I believe we've got some good questions, and yep. we can't wait to talk to you guys out there. Again, exclamation mark radio melee if you want to chat with us. Uh, but it is going to be... Who's it going to be? Wyatt. 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 What's up? Where are you calling in from? What's your question for us today? Hello, hello. <laughs> I'm calling in from Maine, and I got a a really pressing question for me at least so Mm. uh over the last like year like in 2021 i started going uh attending some locals and regionals and i have a huge huge issue with playing anywhere near at my prep level anywhere near like i feel like every game i go into i'm playing at my c game if i'm lucky like i drop all sorts of things i get nervous and just yeah i just i just struggle a lot with it so i was curious from you three who have been playing for a long time and have been to more tournaments than I could get to in the next five years, I'm sure. What kind of uh, routines do you have to get ready for your tournaments? What do you? What are some like essentials to making sure you're playing your best? Like, do you have any rituals or anything like that? That's a great Zane, question. you listen to that one album. I listen to, yeah, Maiden Heights. And then I also listen to Apparently by J. Cole. Yeah, I get it. I, I have a... <laughs> I have I have certain songs that like get me in the zone, but uh yeah that's that's kind of in terms of like ritual stuff like yeah music is like my go to mm-hmm. I have like now I I like I like to get to like the venue early because I like to like feel like I'm in the venue space and just be acclimated with that uh early on uh just like even like temperature stuff like little things that could get in my head I just want to be used to it early on um do my stretches and stuff and then. In terms of like how I would actually practice 
making sure that I play consistently uh, in tournaments and in my practice. I would uh, advise running more sets if you can with uh, practice partners that you have for different matchups. Because, and if you can uh, put something on the line, like make it a money match or be like, hey, loser, this has to like buy the other person dinner or just like make it fun. Um, because that's going to add some layer of uh, nerves and tension in the set. And I think replicating that uh, before tournaments and getting used to... You, you just won't be shocked when you actually play in tournament. You'll be like, okay, this is like semi-comparable. Um, I think that's one of the best things that you can do. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. I like that. I like that. And then springboarding off that while I still have you, Zane. So I also mm-hmm. was curious if you have... So I also have some hand pain issues. I actually broke my fifth metacarpal bone last year and have rheumatoid arthritis that runs in the family. And I, this weighs into my tournament prep issues is that I sort of, sometimes I feel like my hands fatigue way before my brain and my body do. Mm. So what do you, I know you have your pillow that you've been using. Do you have any like stretching routines or anywhere you can direct people to, to I got it right here. Yeah. (laughs) Um, so yeah, my stuff is pretty uh unique to the tennis and golfer's elbow that i have um so that was recommended to me by my physical therapist i would recommend that everybody if they have hand pains of some in some form that they go to a physical therapist um at least one consultation just to understand what exercises to do and actually having it's one thing to like go online and like like try out the exercises for your for yourself because if you're like me i I need someone to like walk me through um for like the first part of something new um and like actually make sure that i'm doing the stretches and exercises properly um i actually ended up going to pt for like a month and i've been doing the exercises every day for like i think seven months now and the the pain in my like hand and elbow has gotten like slowly but gradually better um so i really would recommend going to a physical therapist if you can um yeah uh i mean the the routines that i do involve like a five pound dumbbell i do wrist curls this way that way um then i have that yeah then i have the therabar which is that little it's a twizzler looking thing that i twist and i unwind it and that is basically hitting my elbow and then i have a theraband which is to hit my back for posture stuff and that's uh me like stretching it this way and then basically pinching um an area in my back um but yeah i I would just recommend getting like a specific routine for your needs well that's awesome yeah thank you i Mm -hmm. definitely i haven't even thought of going to a pt yet i'll give that a thought yeah pts are amazing um hey uh i spoken to someone who's had uh not melee related but i've had you know kind of injured like sports related injury um like I mean, it's life changing. If you've never been to a physical therapist and you have any kind of those sorts of problems, which it sounds like you do, um, li- actually life changing for sure. Uh, and you know, piggybacking off Zane here, uh, the first time this is actually the first time I've ever tried to do this was Riptide this year. I showed up to the venue like two hours early, um, and you know, it, I, I, it's it's so good. It's night and day. I I, I think. If I'm trying to seriously compete at a tournament, I'm I'm never not going to do it. It's 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 so much better getting there early. I played with Skurzo for like an hour and like, you know, even though I was like tired cuz like at when I first got there because I was so early, right? I got to the venue like, you know, 7:30 a.m. or whatever. Mm. Um by the time bracket rolls around, you're going to be feeling great. 
way, way better than, and you're going to get acclimated to the temperature, all that stuff you talked about in your question. I think it's going to help you a lot. That's a really good one. Thank you. I, yeah. PBA? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, do you feel that you feel they've answered everything fine? I can give you some things that I that I wrote down, but if you feel good, no need to overload you. I mean, that's I, I have plenty to digest. I, I don't I don't need to take up any more time than I already have. Okay, well, I mean, I guess if I can leave you with one thing really quickly, um, actually maybe two. Uh, there's always one thing that I haven't gotten to talk about it. I think on here in a while, and that's meditation. So I'm going to bring that up. Just going to help you focus on parts of your body that you might notice tension and relax. That's just a great habit just to generally have. And it's really good for so many things. So I, I, you know, been a while since I've talked about it. So I'm going to endorse that here. But then um, we talked about physical therapy and I know that some people might maybe struggle to afford it or they want maybe some different resources. Mm -hmm. So um, there is some stuff out there from one HP gaming uh, mm -hmm. who's worked with people in the melee yeah. community. So want to shout them out every time that this sort of thing comes up. Um, and you know, I think you've talked about him too, Zane. It's Dr. Levi something. Harrison. Got, Dr. Harrison. Levi Harrison. Yeah. Levi Harrison has some real hand and wrist stretches for gamers is the, the ones I do at the beginning of all my streams. And that's been mm -hmm. great. It really, really just makes things straightforward for myself. So obviously I'm not saying, uh, it's going to solve everything, but at least it's somewhere to start for people. So I can throw those two things out there for you. Yeah, this is awesome. I mean, you guys have given me like a treasure trove of stuff to look into and try. This is this is great. Thank you. You're for very sure. welcome. Best of luck. And uh, you got any shout outs for us on your way out today, Wyatt? So many. I'll try to keep it brief. Shout out. I want to shout out the whole main melee discord. Uh, Josh in particular, who is the first per or Dr. Lame, who is the first person that I interacted with in any sort of a melee event. He's been an absolute homie. Uh, Jordan, Roy, Kyle, oh, so many people, so many people, too many to name, but I, I love you all. And then also my buddy, Matt, who I think is also watching, who's just getting into Melee, play more, please, please. Tell him. That's it. All right. Well, thank Very you, nice. Wyatt. Hope you have a good rest of your day. Absolutely. Thank you. Later, hey. Wyatt. Peace. Peace out, Wyatt. Hey, PP, when Wyatt first started talking, did it... Did he sound to you kind of like Zane? I don't think I had that feeling, to be honest. Mm. You I didn't have that feeling? I, maybe I had a bit of a feeling of, I, 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 this feels a little familiar, and maybe I could have gotten there, but I, I don't think I made it all the way. I thought his voice back. sounded like I thought his voice sounded like Zane's at first. Me first. Leave a comment if you thought why it was Zane. For like two seconds, yeah. <laughs> what if what if it was what if i was like like i was just like doing that the You're whole just... time and answering my own question oh, that'd be Dude, crazy that's huge man this guy this guy's <laughs> this guy's gotten the ego's huge man he's challenging cody he's he's answer, he's calling himself on radio melee this is asking myself for tips asking <laughs> yeah. yourself for tips Dude, this ain't, you're so sick bro <laughs> <laughs> oh man you guys think it's you think, wow. i think it's pretty cool that discord is like the new like uh wave for smashers interacting with each other especially yeah. through pandemic mm -hmm. like it, that's how like smash fests happen now i feel like or just like discord meetups and then they just like yeah play that play it's like a i think it's a good um addition to have yeah you can jump on uh jump on a, a call or something yeah voice you chat hop in yeah it's true that's a good point homies. especially dubs i like dubs on discord dubs, dubs on discord dubs? Are tight. yeah dubs on discord are tight yeah 
All right, I think we're about ready for our next caller. Uh, and it looks like it's going to be... Oh, it's Mapu coming back. What's I up, Mapu? How you doing? Welcome to season three. This is our most frequent caller now, isn't it? By this point, isn't it Mapu? Uh, not most frequent, is but get there. It's got to still be Web. This is like my third. Did you call in so little? I think oh, Web, well, Web's, Web's at like four or five. Well, thank you yeah. for gracing us, Mapu. My apologies. Where are you calling in yeah. from? What's your question? You're welcome. Mm. Uh, I'm calling in from Central Florida. Uh, and I have a specific gameplay question that I mm. figured would be best to ask when Zane's here, although I don't think he's like a big dubs guy. How do you guys feel about Mars in dubs right now in 2022? Oh, right. Oh, what a segue. We were just talking about dubs. Um, yeah, oh, that was there. amazing. Hmm. Martha and dubs in 2022. Because I, I uh, recently this guy named Casey started hosting these doubles weeklies online. Uh, and I mm. entered them and they're, they're actually like a ton of teams. It was like 30 something teams. Oh, oh, and wow. There were almost no Marths wow. at all. That makes sense. Uh, Martha is Martha's not as good in uh, teams as, as in singles. That's at least my opinion. I don't know if Pew Pew feels the same way or not, but that's how I feel about it. Um, I don't think he's bad, though. I think he's good. Uh, but I just don't think he can run the show. Um, the moves are just a little bit uh, too laggy, uh, unlike, say, with Fox or something that can put out moves faster and kind of handle two fast teammates a little more uh, handily. But, I mean, he, he can handle... Um, a support role really well and if he can if he can, needs to switch to something more aggressive i think he can do that intermittently so i've kind of i mean i'll play teams on my stream sometimes and that's been my experience overall you know for a while now so i don't think i don't think it's too different uh today except for maybe people i think the more coordinated they get i think the more they can actually probably take advantage of mart's landing lag or startup or something like that to overwhelm him a little bit more even so that might be that it might force him into a certain role a little bit more. But again, I think Mart's priority being able to get those really good grabs that people can convert off of really powerful. So um, I don't know how much I imagine Zane's played some really good Marth teams. So I'd be glad to hear what he has to say about it. I mean, it's been so long since I've played doubles. I was opposed to team with Ed actually at like upcoming events, but uh, I don't know. It's it. I haven't been to yet. Yeah, I'll, t I'll tell you my experience with doubles is that I always appreciate when doubles is on a separate day than singles. Yeah. Because if, if it's all doubles on like Friday, I love it because I can get my headspace into, okay, I'm going to play doubles Marth, which I think is a completely different character. Right. Um, I, I have to like readjust the way my brain works and like a lot of matchups. Mm -hmm. Like I'm swinging a lot more. I'm like... You can't dash dance very much. You can't dash dance. Yeah. Um. You can't take your time. You're not like tech chasing, obviously. You're like right. you're, his his punishes are all like in you singles. Do, they're all like long hits. form punishes. Yeah, right. you do a couple hits. You you use a lot more nair to get them towards your opponent, mm -hmm. like more horizontally towards your opponent. You're not really like juggling with up air for too long. Um, I will say, I think Marth with Fox is strong enough to win. Torn obviously because like Fox is such did a it. good team just, character. I think it's just that Fox is that good that he can make Marth good. I don't yeah. think it's that Marth on it. Like he, I don't think Marth is an intrinsically good doubles character. Yeah. Um, but that combination just, I mean, I think Fox and anyone just works out. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, that's, that's my thoughts on it. Um, I would love to play more doubles. I, I actually would like doubles only tournaments because I, I feel like a lot of people don't think that I like doubles. Uh, that's not really true. It's just that w I would rather prioritize singles and usually yeah. the, the events. Scheduling is just hard, right? I mean, yeah. You put you put you know top sixty four of singles, and then you put all of doubles or the vast majority of doubles on one day, and that 
you know, I I don't want to do that most of the time just because it is so vastly different. You're just, you know, the way you're going to practice, the way you're going to think, the way you're going to try and synergize with your teammate, all that stuff is just Yeah, I found myself, like, playing singles right after doubles and just swinging way more and being like, oh, like, I'm in, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm in doubles mode. Um, so, yeah, I would love to see, like, doubles-only tournaments. Um, I don't think that's a lot of people's focus right now, but we'll see what happens when IRL starts to fully, yeah. hopefully kick in. Um, yeah, there's yeah. online brackets with 30 teams. That's uh, that's 60 yeah. people. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. I might, yeah, I might just mess good. around and stream that. Yeah. <laughs> you trying, trying, trying to team? You trying to team? Trying to I GG team. I'm down. GG team. Don't tell Ed. He's gonna, dude. He's okay, gonna we'll, like, we'll trade off. We'll trade off. Zane. What can he say though? It's the universal soldier. I mean, can he really say anything? We'll do we'll we'll do uh you know the three of us and none and we'll rotate off who team okay we'll do, we'll do two yeah teams. we'll just be team GG yeah yeah te- team GG one and team GG two and we'll swap yeah them yeah, off. yeah there you go I think Marth I will say uh, with Marth I feel like there's this like I don't know what it is I think his skill floor if that makes sense is a lot higher than doubles like like I obviously I I don't play Marth myself at least not as a main but when I fight Marths in teams if it's Anyone that's not like really, really good, you know, people used to okay, people used to say this about Falco like Falco is good in doubles, but you have to be the best player on the screen or whatever. Mm-hmm. I actually kind of feel like that's the case with Marth, like even more so. Like, um, I, I know this is kind of hand wavy, but I, I've, I've always kind of felt like there's a like it re- doubles really exposes, um, like. I don't know if I play somebody who's not yeah like an amazing Marth like they they usually can't hang at all in doubles and they they usually end up being the one that's getting gimped a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you have to be very very slippery and I think you have to understand how to use like Marths. You can't really dash dance, but I think you have to be very creative and tricky about like when dash forward dash under people. Um, I think because you have to be very you can't get lazy about like where you are on the stage. Like I find that if a Marth just tries to hang out in the corner. It's it's usually pretty bad, and when I like, for example, if I team with PPU or if I play against PPU or if I play against really really good Marths, they're they're always very tricky. Cactuar is another good example. Cactuar, mm. very very good Marth in doubles, and I'll try to approach him in the corner, and he'll like he picks like the perfect time to like dash out of the corner, like almost under me, um, and so he's always kind of shifting where he is on the stage, shifting where he's positioning, um, and and it always feels like shit. Like whenever I try to go and fight him. I feel like it's uh, like I'm like too late. I always feel like I'm too late and he's able to kind of uh, make all the space for his teammate and stuff like that. I, I know this is kind of um, those are sort of I use some hand wavy terms like slippery and sure. stuff like that. But that, at least that's how it feels. Yeah. And I, I to your point, um, I mean, I've thought about, you know, in my rough thinking, because people ask me about teams on my stream sometimes and how, you know, where what best number character is Marth? And I, I mean, oh. I do think it's certainly lower than in singles, singles, but it's not like, I think he's terrible. And I think teams is kind of weird in that. I think you often want someone like a Fox or something like that on your team, Fox, especially, but another one of those really good teams characters on your team. And I think that does unlock Marth more like Zane saying, but by himself, you know, I kind of feel like he's, you know, lower like fifth or sixth ish. If I remember correctly. And, you know, I don't think uh, we we did have the M2K tier list for singles a while ago. Uh, but other than that, I don't think anyone's putting Marth down there for singles. So I do think it's a little bit tougher. But you know, Wait. right teammate, right character, make it work. He did. Yeah, what did what did M2K put Marth at? Sixth. Wait for what year? Uh, I think it was two years ago. Might have been three. That'd In be singles? Three. Yes. 
Wow. That's we live a, in a society. That's a hot take. <laughs> that's a hot, that's I a never, hot take. I never say hot take, but that's a hot take. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah, a hot his, one. His bald head was steaming. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you had to bring in his hair status into it. Have, have you okay, guys? Martha, I, can't, I can't stop thinking about it. That's messed up, man. Have you guys played Double Marth? It's miserable. Oh. Oh, Double Marth not a team, bro. is hard. Rishi and I did it at Smash Summit 7, and we were playing with Mewtwo King and Pluff oh. and Friendlies. And we just had to meme. That was the only way to make it fun. Because we'd, be, yeah. we'd be like, all right, we got to get a double shield break. Oh, so I'd be like, we need, like code, <laughs> we need like code names and team plays. So I'd be like, We'll call it double trouble, and I get double. <laughs> I mean, like double trouble, double trouble, and then we got Mewtwo King of Shield just collided on him. Oh, that, that was the best. Yeah, it worked. Oh, yeah. that's sick. Yeah, that's sick. That's a that's double trouble. Mind. If you guys ever trying to, yeah, if you're oh. trying, if you're trying to do the double trouble, uh, clip it and put it on Twitter and tag me, and I'll give that a big fat like. Nice, love that. Um, Jeez, so yeah, Marth. Never mind, Marth, good team's character. I think we've solved that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Mopu I think the main, the, uh, the only other thing I was going to say was I think one thing that's really good to be able to do in doubles is to be able to generate quick hitboxes around yourself, like Fox Shine, Falco Shine, yeah. Sheik, everything. And yeah. and when you don't have that, if you're running double Marth, even double Falcon, double Falcon can kind of make work, but double Falcon kind of has this problem too, where you're good at making hitboxes around you, but you're not good at making hitboxes right on top of yourself. Yeah. So mm -hmm. as soon as you don't have advantage anymore... Uh, everything just goes to shit. And you gotta I remember, there could be people on two sides of you. Hitboxes yeah, on both sides yeah, are really good. Yeah. Shine, Sheik down, Smash again. These are things that are just gonna be really helpful in doubles as well. Good question, Mapu. Hell yeah. I like talking about dubs. You don't get to talk about dubs that often, because, you know, it's just less... Uh, we need to talk about dubs more. That's where I'm at. Dubs We're making it bigger. happen. People, the people are there for it. There wasn't even a prize pool at the tournament that had 30-something teams, by the way. People mm. just entered because they wanted to play dubs. And that was it. Oh. Who won? Run, Riot, and Tempo. They're insane. Of course. Good for them. Good for of them. Good for them. I love how good they are. I love how good they are. I love they, that they're... That's what I'm saying. Run, Riot has regretted against me because this was a tournament oh. years ago at Doll's House. I don't know if you guys know the Smasher Doll. I do. But I do. He, used to, he used to host like these dope Smash Fests um, and like... They're like probably the best match fest I've been to, but uh, yeah, I, I stole Milkman from Run Riot for a teams tournament, uh, and now he's just like the nastiest team player. Um, I'm scared the next time I face him in doubles. Oh, he's so good. Yeah. The um, wow, I didn't realize this. So he's from MDVA. Uh, he was at least living there for a bit. This was in uh Charlottesville. Um, got it. Yeah, I don't know if he's still there. Got it. Shocking to think now that um you just mentioned doll. It's shocking to think how people know, you know, everyone knows Laud, but it's no just... one knows why his name is Laud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Laud has the know. weirdest influences. Like he uh Doll is it's Laud backward it's uh Doll backwards and then like Dreffen's his favorite sheik, but he plays nothing like those players. It it, it doesn't make yeah, not at all, right? He does play <laughs> but, a slower no, no. like Dreffen. He does play it slower. I don't I'd know. How, say so. how, I don't know kind how of. calculating you would say Dreffen is, but you could at least argue that there's something in there as well. Yeah, yeah, Slightly. I can see that. Lot on shield has been faster though. I don't know if you've seen, but he's got some got some crazy pressure. He's inspired, but maybe not a copy. And I guess that's all we can say about it. But that's good for him. I'm glad he's speeding up. 
When I see Dreffen jump into the air and like do the down air, I'm Dude, just, I could I never see hit... Law doing anything like that. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah. That's good stuff. Um well Martin team's beautiful character. I think we nailed that down here. Love mm. Law too. Uh Mapu, uh, does that answer your question? That it does. Also, I didn't know that's why Lod's name has a capital D in it. That's news to me. Uh, yeah. The more I'll you know. That and I'll, I'll spread the word for you. But um, Beautiful. yeah, no, thanks for answering the question. Uh, it was super fun. Best of luck shout out? radio. Um, yeah. Shout out my tally boys. Uh, shout out South Florida. You know, I don't go to CFL tournaments, so I don't even shout out the region I live in, but I shout out the other two parts of Florida. Uh, that's fair. But yeah, and shout out Case for hosting that doubles tournament I talked about. He hosts it every week. Saturday nights, be there, be square, uh, and yeah. Have is that the name of the tournament? It's called Be There, Be Square. It's a yeah. That's what they should call it, but it's actually called Cases Doubles. Shout out Case. I don't. Uh, hmm. Yeah. It's more descriptive, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think Be There, Be Square is is a lot cooler, and it yeah. kind of accurately describes who you are if you don't enter. Mm-hmm. Right. But, yeah, but Cases Doubles describes. Purposes. Right. You know exactly what you're getting into. Yeah. It's trade-offs, I guess. Be there, be square, yeah. doubles. We can call it BTBS. That's well, cool. that just communicates nothing, though, is the thing. Right? No, I like Maybe that. Like, what does like that stand that. for? BTBS? BTBS. Well, once he does his job right, everyone will know. Yeah. yeah. You want to read BTBS this week? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it. At that point, <laughs> you probably call it anything, I feel like. Yeah. yeah. That's true. That's well, we'll get there. This is how it's it like starts. Listen to some BTS. Who knows what that stands for? That's a BTS. Yeah. Yeah, the seeds. Maybe right. one day you'll get to go to Beyond the Summit. Yeah. All right. Peace out, Mapu. Later. Later. Have a good night. Later, Mapu. Have Thank a you. good night. Wow. What a question. <laughs> nobody, yeah. Nobody asks who DTM is anymore. That's right. Uh, what? DTM. He had a good run. No. Well, I'm, I everyone knows a, who he is. He's a household That's name now. He's uh, a household name now. No, we, no, we love DTM. <laughs> no, we're we're yeah. on your side. Yeah. He, he, went, DTM he, is. he went one and two a week ago, but... Uh, he it's, it's bought it back to who? To who? To who? Uh, it, it to four, you know I mean? four Cray. Yeah. Was good. And the Sam is absolutely correct. <laughs> <laughs> I, ha- I have to say. Uh, Roy Samus is like. Is Roy Samus the worst of like it's the pretty, matchups? I don't think so. I think Peach has to be worse, right? Peach, is, Peach feels worse. Puff still feels bad, but you got cheese. But yeah. it's still. Yeah. It feels like she shouldn't get hit by the cheese. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when I watch yeah. Roy Samus, well, specifically when I watch you play Samus, I'm just like, oh, Dude, God, I've had some game cool. like 15 sets versus Kata. It's crazy. <laughs> Ooh, those are yeah. insane. I've never God, tried so hard in my life. <laughs> those are... Yeah. Ugh. Christ. Well, let's bring in our next caller. Uh, maybe we'll get some Roy questions eventually, some doubles Roy questions. <laughs> well, oh, we yeah. got uh, Andrew RK. Coming in. What's up, Andrew? Good to good to have you on the call. Where are you calling in from? What's up, Andrew? Yo, what's up? I'm calling in from Santa Barbara. Oh, Very nice, Santa Barbara. Got an amazing mic, by the yeah, way. Yeah, I, I was about to say. Mm. <laughs> nice. Glad I don't sound like garbage. <laughs> Love that. For what's your you. question? Uh, what's up? So uh, my question is: um, a lot of competitors right now are sort of a force to kind of do streaming and uh, content creation in order to maintain a consistent income to uh, continue competing. And a lot of the times, too, there's like a sponsorship or a contract uh, as well to go with that. Um, do you think this will be this will like continue to be the norm at roughly its current pace? Uh, become more necessary over time, or could eventually become unnecessary? And then on like a more personal level, uh, what do you guys think is like your ideal balance uh, for between like content creation 
and competition? That's a cool question. I like mm. that. Yeah, so it's kind of two parts, right? I mean, will this continue uh, or become more necessary and what's the balance for us? And so um, I'll go kind of quickly. I certainly want to ha- make sure Zane has Zane and Toph have the time to say what they want to say about this. But yeah, mm. I, I don't see this going away, at least not anytime really soon, especially you know, while we're in quarantine and might have a little more time to, to do some of that stuff and it's more easy to consume. So I, I do think at least for the time being, it seems like it's going to be something that's going to stick around. But I also think it kind of depends on us, right? Let's imagine we can bring in uh, more sponsors, and I don't just mean esports teams, but more sponsors, more money into the community, then we wouldn't need to do content as much. Maybe those, maybe teams would be able to do well enough just by marketing us like they do in other esports. So that is a possibility. I think we have a lot of viewership that we can uh, make work for us if we can find ways to, you know, pull ourselves up kind of like what we did with Evo, but, you know, another type of boom like that, just something to think about. So I think at, at in the space we're in, yeah, I think it's going to be necessary. I don't see it changing, but we even had discourse recently about how to make uh, better analytical educational content. And so I think this is kind of an ongoing thing, an ongoing thing we're thinking about. So it's important. But for uh, myself, as for what what a good balance between competing and, and doing content is, um, I, you know, I've not tried that balance yet, but I could imagine, you know, I, if I were competing, I, I would certainly be giving much more weight to the competing. I just, you know, I think there's so much that goes into just maintenance of that, but then there's so much that goes into, like what Zane was talking about before, preparing for specific opponents. And um, also just making sure that you're learning a lot of new stuff. Whether and that can come from all sorts of places, whether it's an analysis or from other people inventing or discovering things. So there's a lot that comes with building more in your game, and there's a lot of effort that comes into that. So you know, I mean, eighty twenty is the quickest thing that comes to my mind. It's not something that I've thought out, but yeah, it's something that I want to. That's probably something I'd want to hover around. And it might depend if it's an off season, maybe I do a little more. And if there's a lot of tournaments that I want to make do coming up, or there's something I'm really working on learning, maybe I don't focus on content at all. It just be one of those things that depends. And uh, I guess if I had to add anything else, I'm lucky that I'm on GG, so I'll be doing content anyway. So it's a little bit different for, I guess, the three of us. You know, necessary is an interesting word. <clears throat> I think the thing about it is like, okay, even in you know, whatever dream world where Nintendo's like, okay, we're coming into the scene and we're giving you a bunch of money. There's a circuit now with big prize pools and you can, you know, if you're good enough, you can make, you know, you can make a living just competing. I think the thing is, I think it's still good uh, to get into, if, if, if you're serious about being like a pro gamer, I think it's literally still good to make content. I think it always will be. And the reason for that is, uh, you know, there's got to be life after competing in that sense, right? Like, Either you're planning on literally being good forever for, you know, you're you're going to be, are you going to be a top player for the rest of your life? Or like, I, I think it's good to, for, for, for anybody who's serious about this to, to, uh, you know, at least dip your toes in, um, because then you diversify in the worst case. Obviously it's a little less important in Melee at a game where, you know, obviously in Melee, like it's a relatively unchanging game, but I mean, you know, I, I used to pay attention to a lot of other esports scenes, right? And, you know, you'll see these pro players who get really, really good and they, and I'm, I'm talking about like, you know, games like Overwatch, for example, you get really, really good. And then, you know, there's a meta shift and suddenly you're kind of pushed out of your meta. And uh, if you're on a pro team, you know, you might not have a starting role anymore. You don't, you don't really get to compete anymore, right? And basically those people would either 
one, if they were if they had a stream presence, they could ride their stream popularity and they could be like the guy now, you know, they're they're playing some off meta character, but like you can you can still be a content creator and you can still have that success. Or they would completely fade into obscurity, right? And they'd just kind of be pushed out of pro gaming. Um obviously again, melee doesn't have patches in that sense, but I, I think it's still I think the the thought process is still there. I think if you're trying to make it in pro gaming in general, I think it's I think it's good to do. Um and uh you know but there's another side of this, um, which is that uh you, we we talk about it less these days, but but obviously you know, even though HBox today is a big streamer, you know, he was he was a, you know, god level player for several years while he was also juggling a day job, right? Of course, he's, you know, you can make the argument always oh, playing puff so requires less practice all this stuff, but um, you know, we definitely have some really strong players in the scene that are uh that that have full-time jobs. I mean, you know, Shroom for many years, Rishi, um uh and 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 I I totally think I mean, you know, PP, you were you weren't working, but you were in school, right? So yeah. obviously you're juggling a you know a a daytime thing. Uh and and I, I definitely think, especially in Smash Bros, like that's totally also doable. Um just kind of depends what your own priorities are, like, you know. Uh but but I, I definitely think that like with the right kind of regimen, um somebody could be just a full time whatever and, and still be a re- re- relatively top player, I would say. Yeah, um, I guess yeah. I'll speak a, about it a little bit more personally from my perspective. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think that it's going anywhere. Like the need to make content, stream uh, stuff like that for melee. I think you do need that to be marketable. But like Toph, I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. Um, mm-hmm. I think the important thing is about finding specifically. I, I so I know Cody tweeted about this recently, where he said that um, uh, I wish that I could just like. People just liked watching me play the game, compete, and that that's that, you know? Um, and that would be enough to sustain. Uh, but I think it's about finding, in terms of content, finding your own niche of what you like. So for me personally, I haven't done it in a while. I'm actually filming this Thursday, is doing like sketches and stuff on my YouTube mm. channel. Where for me personally, I like to, yeah, I'm going to meet up with a... Shake Drizzle. So Shake Drizzle was actually at Summit, and he's like learned a lot about like filming and stuff. So we're gonna meet up this Thursday um, and do some stuff along cool. with Eric. Um, Love Eric. But uh, yeah, like it for me, uh, I like that better than streaming, just because I like to give my content more planning, and I'm not like super high energy always in the moment, right? Um, and it's it's just like. That's like a fun outlet for me. So I think if you can make your content, like just make it enjoyable where like it, it doesn't feel like a chore, like the same way that like, I mean, that's why we all play Melee too, right? It's because we just love playing the game and getting better. Uh, if you can treat content the same way, uh, that's that's the key, I think. Like, I, mean, I think Hungrybox really just like, I mean, I don't think he, he, I don't think he likes Ultimate that much, but he really likes putting on the show, you know? Yeah. Um, so he's yeah. found his bread and butter. Um, Mango with streaming, you know, like that's clearly his comfort zone. Um, just keeping people engaged, forming community. Um, yeah, I, I, th- I think I think it's about finding like your niche. Um, so 
uh, I do wish sometimes that like, and I do this myself actually, like in preparation for tournaments where I'm just like, I'm just going to like uh, go AFK for a while from stream and just focus. Um, and I think that we do have the ability to do that. Obviously you take like a pretty big monetary hit uh, in the short term, but Smash is pretty supportive that like when you come back, like you're able to recoup um, that stuff through stream. So yeah, that's that's kind of my perspective on it. Yeah, if I had to add anything else, this is something I've thought about a little more lately. Um, I think that's I think that's all fair, and I do think that people can find more of their their niche, and it's worth looking for because if you can find content fun, then people are going to enjoy that more too. Uh, that being said, I just you know I think when we are uh, selecting for our skills to be good melee players, it's you know doing the same thing a lot, often on your own or with one person for a long time, and you're usually not talking a lot; you're just playing. These things often don't lend well to content creation or the personalities that move into that. And then also, uh, you know, maybe just as a person, even regardless of that, you're just not someone that likes doing content. And, you know, I I just want to also be the force that I agree with exactly with what Zane and Topher are saying, that the more we can try and do that, the better off we can be. But I also want to say that maybe that's not for everyone, and that's also okay. Yeah, I would I would agree with all that. Like, I also don't think it's like a bad thing. And uh, I think it's also like, it's just kind of part of the uh, sort of, I guess, like an invisible contract you kind of sign on to being a competitor. Because like, even in professional sports, like athletes have to do like promotions and spot right. and like, things like that, because you never know, when, like an injury could take you out. Yeah. You don't know, especially if you're not in like, a, um, like in a sport that is as like lucrative. So yeah, I don't think it's like a bad thing either. Uh, I like consuming a lot of the content, obviously. Like, you know, I like I mean, uh, listening to these every time and stuff. Nice. But yeah, I uh, I would agree. And uh, I just was curious to see like where you guys thought like the trajectory of that was and like where you would like uh, ideally like to fit in like that landscape. I'm sure this comes up even, in, you know, because I walk around San Francisco. I see uh, we I, they don't call them content pieces. But that's what they are, right? I see little things with like I'll see Steph Curry, a little shot. It'll be like Steph Curry walking around Oakland, like promoting <laughs> something or like yeah. doing some ad for something, right? And I'm sure Steph Curry says, "Oh, I just want to play fucking basketball." But you know, <laughs> it's the same thing, right? I mean, you know, yeah. we we think of it as uh, we think of it as like, oh, we have to be a street. But it's the same thing, you know. You got to get your sponsorship somehow. Um, and and uh, I'm I, you know I, I'm sure it's pertinent for you know even. Even athletes, where as gamers we think, oh, they have it so good, they just have to play ball, right? They just play their sport. But it's like, no, I, I think this is pertinent everywhere, pr probably. If if I had to guess, you know. So, and 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 yeah, I think it's just about uh, setting yourself up for success later down the line. But uh, thanks for the question, Andrew. I, I think it's a it's a good one. We don't get to talk about it that much. Uh, and uh, you know, if there's anyone out there that's thinking about pursuing content creation or anything like that you know definitely a, a dialogue that i would mm -hmm. love to have more because obviously i've learned a lot of things in this last year or two love to point people in the right direction yeah totally thanks for the answers it was great hearing like uh, all of your perspectives on it and stuff yeah any shout outs you want to do uh just santa barbara you know love everybody here uh great region everybody here is awesome so uh and, and i know some of them will listen to this so yeah nice. just shout out to santa barbara nice Right. Santa Barbara. Love Santa Barbara. I love driving through Santa Barbara when I go to SoCal. <clears throat>
All right. Well, thank you, Andrew, uh, for calling in. Hope you have a good rest of your day. Appreciate you. All right. Thanks. You too. Later. Well, I think we got time for at least one more caller. Um, and it looks like it's going to be Knuckles, our final caller for the day. What's up, Knuckles? And where are you calling in from? What's up? I'm calling in from the Netherlands. How are you all? Oh, what's up, Knuckles? What's up, dude? What's, what's up, Zane? How are you? I'm doing well. <laughs> so I had a question specifically for you, Zane. Um, obviously, the controller balancing discussion is still ongoing. Oh, boy. Stuff is heated online. You've recently mm. played Swift at a Summit. How do you feel about rectangles? Do you think they're fair, balanced? Do they need a nerf? If so, Wait, and also, also, yeah. how's that switch to box going? Uh, you know, it's like, uh, <laughs> I'm still used to it. It's like, it's, it's like almost, you know? It's like yeah, almost. You're, you're basically there. Yeah, I'm almost like back to where I was like on game controller. You yeah. know, like I nice, was. I nice. quick, Not to but... brag or anything. But... Yeah. Hey, but for then... people who uh, people who want to watch uh, players like Zane and some of the rest of us uh, play on not game controllers, be sure to stay subscribed to the Golden Guards mailing oh, YouTube channel. Oh, right? oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Okay. All channel, of us please. playing on keyboard and being mm. really, really good at it. Mm -hmm. I'm so sick of it. But so yeah. Um, so my thoughts on it. I think uh, ethically, it feels wrong to just like be like e everyone bringing up these box conversations now feels weird because it's kind mm -hmm. of so many people have already bought them and invested time, skill, and money into it, and they're not gonna go back. Like I, I do believe people who are like, I if if they ban boxes, I'm like, I'm not coming back to this game, and I don't blame them because that's yeah. a huge mm -hmm. investment. So I do wish that the conversation was sparked uh, a little earlier and not by Tyler Swift just being like SDI, just like every affair. <laughs> um, but I understand, I guess I understand uh, the reaction. I do think that SDI probably needs to be nerfed, but also I'm not like, I, I haven't read like the dissertations on the box and like the, <laughs> the hundreds of pages that go into the mechanics. So um from from my eyes, yeah, it looks pretty pretty damn easy to to SDI on the box. Uh, but maybe there's more to it. Um, but I definitely do not think that it should be banned in any capacity. If it can be tweaked, and that's uh, that's a, 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 like a, a fine solution to it, then then tweak it for sure. Okay, okay, fair. So the thing is. In America, and obviously I haven't competed there, but from what I gathered when the box just came out, it was really just hacks and gravy popularizing rectangles, if memory serves me well. Mm -hmm. Makes sense, in, yeah. in Europe, it, it's been popular way longer. There's more and more box players coming mm -hmm. up. Obviously, recently, you, you lot had Pipsqueak over in the US. Mm -hmm. um, we've had Lancer, now known as Nebby, play on box for a, a while ago, yeah. Hmm. And so this discussion, from my perspective, has been ongoing for a, a, a lot longer time. So I was wow. like really surprised to see the reaction from the US going like, what is this SDI? And I'm like, I've been dealing <laughs> with this shit for two years. What do you mean? <laughs> yeah. That's fair. I, yeah, I guess we didn't really know. Well, yeah, good that you guys brought it to our attention, even if it was only a little bit later. Yeah, no, fair enough. Um, yeah, it's hard because I don't want it banned. Like I, I don't, don't want think to have most people want it banned. I no. mean, 
I guess, I guess we're, I mean, even if we did want to band, I think it's too late to talk about that anyway. Mm -hmm. We've just, we've got to find another way. They're just, it's only going to become more popular as, uh, we still struggle to figure out what we're going to do about the GameCube controller supply and the Doomwave stuff. And mm-hmm. people have the handheld issues, which we've talked about on the show today. So it, that it's not going away. The need for it is going to be there. Uh, it's just a matter of what, what do we do now? And yeah, I mean, like Zane's saying, there are, there are tweaks that we can think about and there are also discussions to be had if we want to try and attempt software mods overall to try and bridge the disparity but of course mm-hmm. nintendo exists and yeah do we try to change super majors versus every other tournament or you know online versus offline and these are these are hard questions and the the intersection of all of that comes into so many places and i i don't know if we have a good answer for it yet i think something like a panda controller coming out probably does answer some of that but with that getting pushed back farther then that means we've we've got to make other answers maybe in the meantime we have to consider that too perhaps and so i don't know if there is a really strong answer but this is this is something important to talk about and i've tried to do a little bit of discussion with nintendo myself on it but i i need to do more gotta learn more the thing is i i don't think that accessibility is the worst problem to have as a community where if we're trying to if, if there's a demand to play this game and we have different avenues to do so, I, I lean more towards, like, as like something like the box, like, I guess I've never been, like, playing a friendly and been like, I only lost that game because it was a box or whatever. Um, yeah. Obviously, there there's, like, other people have different reactions towards it, but I, I don't think that accessibility is a bad problem to have. Um, so I would lean towards definitely trying to make it as viable as possible to keep them. Yeah. Okay. So then let me propose you the alternative, which isn't nerf the box. It's mm. buff the GameCube controller. Yes. How would you think about that, even though it could potentially sacrifice, um, with a lack of a better word, the skill gap of Melee. Mm-hmm. By well, making that's kind of what we're doing. Consistent. We're kind of already doing that though, right? Like, you know, would you see not, not, not or an example of that. Like, you know, the Panda controller, you know, having uh, more consistent, you know, like things with like notch, notch calibration, for example, or, you know, these features that the Goomwave is even adding and bringing to the yeah. table. I, I would I would say that kind of qualifies as buffing the GameCube controller in that sense. Um, right. That stuff might so, not be you know, legal, though. Well, it depends, right? We just need yeah. to, uh, I mean, it's it's all case by case, obviously. But I think we're... We're obviously already moving kind of in that direction. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'm sure there's a line somewhere, but uh, I don't think there's anything that broken that's been put out yet with, with regards to... Do, 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 when you said buff the game control, was there anything you were thinking beyond kind of what we've already done? So recently I've been reading up a lot and there were some changes that how the Goomwave approaches certain mechanics like dashback out of crouch. Um where it sort of has a fill safe, where it like skips to the value to get the dashback out of crouch, which you could argue it makes it easier because it does. At the same time, I have controllers which have really bad poles who can't pivot, but they can do easy dashback out of crouch. So it's like, it also depends on controller lottery in that sense. Another thing, you could potentially make pivots more consistent via software, which as Zane probably knows, super controller dependent. If you got a fresh controller from Kadano, pivots are a joke. Um, 
yeah, these kind of things are definitely on my mind. We could do that to buff the GameCube controller. I mean, some of if there are things that are dependent on the lottery, making that go away is a net good. I don't really see a complaint about that. I think when I think there are all kinds of things that we can discuss um, that that can uh, be issues. I mean, even there was some talk. We had some talk before, and I brought this up before, so I'm just going to bring it back up again. Uh, there are people that said, yeah, you know, if you play on the box, you can't get some of these up B angles for Fox or something like that, that you could get mm -hmm. if you were notched on a controller, or you couldn't get a wave dash angle to get a certain follow-up. And I said, well, maybe that's something we have to also reevaluate. And I know that's, that's instead a nerf and I know that, but maybe we would compensate in other ways, uh, to try and make that more fair. Cause again, that those sorts of, uh, at least the wave dash one, you could at least probably hit that angle sometimes if you did practice. And so I would want to remove practice from people. And so mm -hmm. that's my own um, way of going about that is I would try and make things remove, remove the controller lottery in certain ways to make pivots easier if that didn't sacrifice something else. But then maybe I would also, you know, if we could do something through practice, I would try to encourage us to try and keep doing that. And then that's just sort of, those are some ways to handle some specific issues, but things might be more complicated than that, right? Because wave dash angles can help you with edge dashes and, and, yeah. and there are other things. And so it's a, it's a, it's not obvious. It's not usually just one thing by itself. It's a lot of interconnected things, which is part of why it's so hard to have these conversations. And you have to have your values come into it. What do you want for a controller? What's fair? And so I think we often don't talk about that. We just see uh, Fox do his little flip kick and Pikachu teleport. And we're like, yep, okay, we got him. And <laughs> it's got to be more than that, you know? Fair. Bye. Yeah, even with the, uh, that's the shitty thing about the um, the SDI nerfs is that the problem with the box SDI nerfs is that like, you know, they're, they're, they're definitely good in theory because, um, you know, the, the triple SDI stuff that you can do with the frame one, uh, for example, which doesn't have those, those quote unquote nerfs, uh, obviously are extremely powerful. But on the flip side with, I know there's certain like, because of the way the box SDI nerf is implemented, uh, you'll be going for something completely unrelated and like your input just kind of won't work because like, I've you know, I've never heard that. There's no, yeah, so I was talking to Pipsqueak about it, right? And, like, when you yeah. go for, you'll be going for something completely unrelated to SDI. But because the 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 controller says, oh, this looks like it could have been, I mean, obviously, your controller sitting in your lap has no idea what's happening in the game, right? It doesn't mm. know you're trying to SDI a move. So could you do a certain though? input. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, the, maybe that's the, the answer, smart controller. You need yes. to, this, yeah, you need a smart box that's running we need a, a copy arms of melee race in it. To a smart, con smart controller. This oh is this God. is what the Panda controller two million dollar right. hacking would have been, but they had to they had to get past that. Uh, I yeah. liked I liked Pipsqueak's take on it, which was that like you know he felt that a lot of these nerfs are you know good, but it's you know there's there's some more work that needs to be done to find out the best way to actually implement them because sure, right yeah. now. Yeah, with the SDI nerfs, he was saying that, like, you know, you'll, yeah, again, you'll you'll go for something and, like, the input, like, won't work and it'll, it feels really weird and wrong, like, as if yeah. you did a thing and the button just didn't trigger, you know? Mm. Um, anyway, uh, I'm, I'm, I would say this. I would say that I'm generally in favor of, of some nerfs. I think, I think, uh, uh, some, you know, some of the things Hacks did with the box, they felt a little bit over, like, unnecessary. Like, I feel like certain things he nerfed, like, before it was really proven that they needed to be nerfed that hard. Um, like, I know something, some things like the difficulty of dash back out of crouch on the box. It's, like, kind of, like, way harder than it needs to be because I think at the time the box was built, 
uh, no one was dashing back out of Crouch on GameCube controllers. So the theory was, oh, I need to make this really, really hard because nobody can do this on a GameCube controller. And now everyone's dashing back out of Crouch. So it's kind of like almost an outdated. And that's another reason this is kind of a funny conversation to have is because what's considered normal changes over the years. Like I would say dashing back out of Crouch, very abnormal in 2018. Not many people were doing it at all. Fast forward to 2022 and, you know, I can go on Netplay and... You slippy kids you're, just dash back you're, and tag Jake. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so, so you know, that also kind of adds a, a layer to it, right? Where it's like, you know, mm-hmm. you, you really do need to... Uh, there, there, yeah, it's, 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 it's hard to evaluate, you know, the, where, where the line is because the lines are always moving on some of these techniques. Um, but in any case, yeah, I think that some level of nerf is good, but obviously there's just a lot of care that needs to be put in the implementation. Okay. Detailed answer. I like it. Thank you. Zane, Dude, Zane do you ever, Zane, do you ever, um, when you're playing like a box player, do you ever like, I know you, I, you're definitely not the kind of guy that says things like, oh, I only lost because of blah, blah, blah. I don't think you would have gotten as good as you did if you were that sort of person. But um, do you ever take like almost a sick and twisted delight when you beat box players? No. You don't? Why'd you start smiling? Well, I thought you were going to ask a different question. Oh, what do you think I was going to ask? I thought you were going to ask, like, do you have, like, different strategies against box players? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, I like that question also. I'm curious about that now that you mentioned it. Yeah, but I kind of forget because it was one of the when I played hacks. (laughs) But, like, I remember he used to not be able to slide off the eye of my up airs. And I was like, is that just Uh. not, like... He's like, he's like, yeah, it's fucked up. <laughs> I was just up for him over and over. And really? I, yeah, yeah. But now you can just definitely slide up on the box. Um, you sit down and direct. Well, no, it was late upper specifically because with late upper you oh, have to. It's a different. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You do that. T notch. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, that is annoying. Yeah, it was like so much easier to combo. That was crazy. <laughs> um, also, I feel like. Is it just me, or is it like ridiculously hard for even p- people who are like acclimated to the box to just survival the eye? Like I'll just like up yeah, the person yeah. on the box on like sixty percent, and they just fly. And I'm like, I guess that was like hard to prepare for or something. <laughs> like it just feels mm. like there's no point to me like going for up their upper against box players. It just like always tipper them, and they always huh. fly. I don't know what it is. It's probably just really hard to survival the eye. I I bet you have to um. Yeah, like prepare for it mentally. Like it's harder to like on the fly be like, oh, this way. Like because you kind of have to. Because yeah. I remember when we were okay, no spoil, no, not too many spoilers for our keyboard, our keyboard video coming out. But I remember we were hitting pretty good survival di when we yeah. knew it was coming. You yeah. know? But maybe like just on the fly like that, it's like oh god, and then you know you kind of I don't know. You yeah. Switch into like the mode. I you guess so. Yeah. Gotta, like. You definitely gotta like put in a pin code just to get the DI that you want. There's there's a yeah, lot of modifiers code. and buttons. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's definitely not as easy as like, oh, I just want to go in that direction, so I go, you know, like that. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. Okay. I've also heard from Pip. Apparently, Pip was saying that uh, pivot, and and I think Spark was kind of corroborating this. There's a lot of this discussion at Summit. Uh, they were saying that pivots are just they're just harder on rectangle controllers. Period. Pivots so, are harder, and apparently um, dash back out of crouch. It's funny. My girlfriend plays on frame one, mm-hmm. so I always rage at her because she gets insane SDI by accident, and I'm like, "That's bullshit." But besides <laughs> the point, I I borrowed it for a while. Yeah, and I could pivot consistently after 15 minutes. 
Really? Okay, well then. But it is indeed harder than it is on a good controller. Because on a good controller, mm -hmm. it's incredibly easy. You just flick the stick. Yeah. Um, I had Piv run some tests out of curiosity. Mm -hmm. And there's two ways to pivot. One is like uh, plinking with also using the modifier and then just the normal really fast way. And he said he could get it to like 85% consistency, I believe, at the top of my head, but definitely not 100. Um, and he's obviously very good on the box. So. Right. It's definitely harder, but not as hard as some people originally made it out to be. Mm. Fair. In my opinion. Interesting. Okay. Interesting. Well, yeah, I, I'm I'm hopeful for the panda controller. I'm was kind of bummed that by the delays and stuff like that. I, I definitely think that like uh I don't know. I would love to see some of these features that, you know, for example, the Google mm -hmm. Wave has started bringing out. Like I'd love to see those just more readily accessible for people that want to have controllers that so do those things. Good old Kadano controller. Me too, dude. I went back to I'm just using a, a plain chain. Well, yeah. okay, it's not play Jade. It's very beautiful, as you can see, but it's not, it's not a good one. Look, I like that he tried to spice it up this time because usually they're just like playing control. He made, made my D pad blue and my start button blue. I was like, okay, yeah, yeah. You got a little, little shave. Yeah, yeah. You have a shaved D pad, right? Yeah, it's it's bad in tournaments. Like when I was playing, don't test me. I would try to say GGs, and I'd be like, sorry, and I was like, <laughs> oh, like I don't want to DM them. Like after I win, it's messed up, man. Oh, dude. Yeah. Dennis. He yeah, he's yeah. kind of wild. <laughs> I feel like I feel like none right now. <laughs> Zane. 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 Um well, dude? we're talking about DTM, so I assume this question is over, but thank yeah. you Knuckles for calling in. Uh you got any shoutouts for, for us me. on your way out today? Shoutouts. Um I definitely have some shoutouts, but I'm just blanking now. Definitely shoutouts to the blur. Crimson Blur. Mm. Maybe he was right all along. He's been kind of repeating it, and I can't argue he was fully wrong. So wait, was was the blur against rectangle controllers? He was saying it's a slippery slope, and a couple of years down the line, you're going to regret it. And now everyone's wow. kind of like, oh, well, Blur we gets, he he has a lot <laughs> wow. of calls. Some of them come through. Yeah, eventually. the Pikachu thing. Yeah, the Pikachu thing, and and the other thing. Marth being really bad at something else that I don't remember, but that's okay. Uh, yeah. But yeah, anyway, shouts to Blur. And then shout out to Kadano because you just mm. mentioned him and he's awesome. He taught me a lot about controllers. Shout out to Zane for sending me his Dr. Mario notes. Haven't done that yet, mm. but he's I'll going to. Yeah. <laughs> we are holding Zane accountable. Seems like this then, whole call was just a, uh, a Dr. A Mario retrieval yeah. to, get, <laughs> to get Knuckles to be able to talk to Zane about the Dr. Mario thing. Exactly. I'll There's see you next week, Knuckles. We'll, yeah, we'll see right. how, it, how it went. All right, sounds good. Have a great one, everyone. Thank you for having Remember me. Remember to jab Bye, those knuckles. pills. Jab those we'll pills. We'll do. We'll do. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. Good tip, Tove. Thank you. You know, against <laughs> uh, against Dr. Mario, when I play Marth, I'll, I'll go. I'll do nares in place, and I'll try to hit the pill with the first part of the nair. Yeah. And then if they, like, come in, then I can space them out with the second part of the nair. And if they mm. don't, it's fine because I auto-cancel it. Yeah. Mm. Well, Marth tip for you Marths Marth out there. Tip. Yeah. I saw your clip yesterday. It's pretty, pretty Oh, nice. thank you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. A little clip. Well, something, something. I play a lot. Of, I play a lot of marathon. I, I play all the top tiers these days. I feel like it's good to diversify if you're, mm. you know. You just want to know. You, you gotta know. know. You gotta know. You gotta be a knower. You do. And you gotta be a hey, be a knower, not a shower. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay. All right. So on that note, we're gonna have uh, Zane use his beautiful knowing knowledge to ask the people. The other kind of knowledge. 
yes, to ask the people what they would like to answer. Okay. What's the community voice? What's the question? I've been thinking about it. I've been thinking about a little hypothetical. Uh, if you could construct your ideal top eight across every generation of Melee, what would it be? So can Ooh. you explain that? Do you mean like like we're talking like Pete Ken, but it's like it's equalized so that he goes even with you or something? Or what do you mean? Yeah, let's let's just assume it's this like nebulous reality where everyone kept playing up to this point you know okay. yeah. but you it, what, what i'm really looking for in the question is like this you're, you're taking the styles of each player into account and seeing them play against each other and let's let i guess it, you know what this is a shitty question no it's a good question it's a good question no, it's a good i just question. wanted you to know, understand i just i wasn't what, saying it was bad you know you know what and, uh, but i'm gonna keep it anyway <laughs> okay all right so yeah so. yeah assume that everyone's like maintained like they, they've all been playing since uh -huh. to 2022 you know who would you want to see in your top eight all, going all the way back to 2003 or whatever it is yeah 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 when when chilling up throw up there ken that was great we all love that um <laughs> <it> like, <laughs> an avengers, like an avengers civil war kind of thing like if you could have all the yeah 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 yeah, kinda, yeah. no one better okay. answer black panther now or something <laughs> just be like <laughs> Do you do you ask this because there's someone or many someone's that you want to see in this, or you just think it would be a fun discussion because melee's just been out so long? Uh, mainly the latter. Yeah, is I think people always talk about like if people like playing Armada, like yeah. or, or you yeah. like, but we never get like a. I mean, no one ever talks about like oh, what if like can still play it or whatever i guess they do but like it's not the same it, it's not the same you know and ken ken did kind of come well that was the thing like ken did come back for a couple years so we kind of got to see that but like you know armada never really like did the comeback thing the way ken did yet yet right so. yeah so i, I think i would love to see i mean this is the common one i would love to see obviously armada versus zane i would also love to see armada versus wizrobe modern wizrobe i think that would be really hmm that would be an interesting one. Yeah. I think modern Wizzy would be... I think Wizzy is the kind of guy that if you send him to the past, he would give a lot of people some problems. They, I don't think people would be ready for Wizrobe. Except Korean DJ in that one episode. Where he's, like, <laughs> he's like, I don't even know what I was doing. I wish I had that footage. I'm trying to see that footage. You know what I'm talking I'm about? I'm trying to see that footage. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> MLG Orlando 06? Yeah, Jeez. I was doing things that no one's ever done to this day. Oh I'm trying God. to see what he was doing. I'm I need to see that, it. Yeah, I need I need to see that. Yeah, I need to see that. <laughs> I need to see that. Yeah. Which character was he going? Cheek. I think. I think. Yeah. Dang, I need to see that. <laughs> Korean DJ, dude. Jeez. Do you ever play Korean DJ in tournament PP? In your, uh, I mean, I know you guys didn't know. Really I line played up. him in teams. I played him in teams. Oh, uh, I played him in teams too. When he, at, I believe it was Skatar. Um, but I did oh. not, did never play him in singles. We talked, and this is one of my, this is one of my regrets. He was like, we gotta, we gotta play some friendly sometimes. I was like, yeah, man. And we, we talked about it a few tourneys, and then he had his wrist issues, and then I, uh, I yeeted out. Oh, yeah, it never happened. Yeah, yeah. It was, that's what, that's what took him out. So it was a real shame, but I wish I wish we could have done it. Hmm. Dang, who anyway, did he team with? I 
probably Ken or something. I think it was Ken, but I just, yeah. I just wanted to make sure in my head. But yeah, I think it was Ken. Dang. Who'd you team with? Uh, that was the tourney I teamed with Mango, which was really fun. Oh, wow. Lord. I remember that. I do remember that. That was the one where we took on M2K Armada and we won in winners and then we got reverse swept. <sighs> Still, though, that's a that's But a pretty, I mean, that's no one was beating really cool. them back then. No one was beating them back yeah. then. So that was yeah. so sick. Ridiculous team. That was fun. Especially with double spaces. Yeah. Yeah. Dang. For sure. Um, if Good I had times. To put any, yeah. If I had to put anyone on on the the bring some people back for the fun top eight, I want to see my dude Isaiah. Yeah. Yeah. That are they scaled really appropriately? Are they scaled? You know what yeah. I mean? That's this kind of the theory, yeah, I, feel right? like, I feel like you guys are really into the, the logistics of this question. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good no, question. It's a good, it's a good no. question. I think it's a, okay. I, look, I agree. In Pokemon, in Pokemon, cool. in Pokemon, in Pokemon, when you do the little side events, you know, where it's like, uh, uh, with you the battle frontier and shit. If your Pokemon yeah. are like level 100 and then the opponents are whatever level, they scale their levels, right? So that it's like a fair fight, you know what I mean? What if, what if everyone scaled down? Your... That would suck. That's kind of funny. That's kind of funny. That is kind of funny. I think, no, they they scale, they up. Scale, up. I think we yeah, assume yeah. they scale up. Scale everyone up. I like that. <laughs> well, I think that's it for today, right? I think we uh, we got our community voice out. Remember, guys, YouTube comments below. Let us know uh, who you would pick in your answer to Zane's wonderful community voice question. Which was Zane, it's good. been a pleasure. Uh, oh, I, my camera's frozen. No, you're okay, good. I'm back. Well, uh, oh. oh, it's not very smooth and cool of my browser. Hey, uh, listen, we'll be back next week with more Radio Melee. If you're watching on the YouTube, remember, we do this every Tuesday, 6 p.m. East Coast time, 3 p.m. Eastern or Western and uh, Zane, thank you for joining us for our first. Yeah, it was time a blast. Radio Melee for season three. Of course, we've mm-hmm. got more wonderful content on the way. Make sure you're subbed to the channel. And uh, well, you know where to find us. See y'all next week. Peace out, everybody. This has been Radio Melee. Peace.